Hello and welcome into another episode of Two Cents Sports Talk. I'm your host, Adam Katulak, joined by my co-host, Brian Grum. Hey, Adam. Ready for another exciting week of football? I am. I'm I'm, I'm thrilled for it. It's going to be hard to, to live up to last weekend, but mm-hmm. we've still got two good games coming up. Um, we've got the first one at 3 o'clock on Sunday, the AFC Championship game. We've got the four-seed Bengals going into Arrowhead as the underdogs with the Chiefs favored by seven points. And this is the fourth straight game that for the AFC Championship that's going to be played in Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, they've won the last two against the Bills and the Titans. And uh, this is going to be the Bengals' first time since 1989 uh, being in the AFC Championship game where they actually beat the Bills 21-10. to 10. Okay. But, yeah. So, Adam, what do you think? We've got... We've got the uh, veteran uh, Chiefs mm-hmm. and the the newcomers and Bengals coming into this one. What do you think about this? Yeah, uh, I just want to step back for a second and say just Joe Burrow, you know, has had an incredible year. Um, the confidence, you know, two years ago, they had the number one overall pick, and now look where they are They're in the AFC Championship game for the first that time since 1989, you said. So it's uh, it's truly amazing to see what, happens when you get the right quarterback they listened to him in the offseason and drafted his uh buddy jamar chase compared to you know penny sewell or anyone else on the offensive line which obviously needs help but i mean it's paid off dividends and and they're really i think they're gonna be here for a while you know i think they may be still a year early but i'm really impressed by joe burrow and uh the afc quarterback room is just insane with you know mahomes burrow allen herbert you have you have a list of quarterbacks that are just Absolutely full of loaded. So I see and a lot of young quarterbacks is what I mean, but I'm really looking forward to that. Lamar Jackson, I mean, there's just plenty. There's more than that, but I mean, it's really, um, really looking forward to it. But I really think that uh, it's just a testament to showing, you know, how how when you get the right quarterback and, and you start building around them, um, especially, you know, having letting them have input, you can really see how far you can go. Now saying that uh, – I, now the Chiefs, they, they've got the right quarterback, too. Though. Well, they have the right quarterback. They have the right coach. They have the, a great, great culture. And they've been here, like you said, the last four years. I, I definitely feel um, um, the Chiefs are going to win this one. I feel like they're going to win it handedly. But I think that the Bengals are a year or two ahead of where they're supposed to be, and that's that's really props yeah. to them. I wanted to step out and say that first for Joe Burrow. But I really think that Patrick Mahomes' veteran leadership, I mean, you saw last week with the Bills coming back with 13 seconds left to get a field goal. You know, we saw what happens with the Cowboys in that debacle a few weeks ago. 44 I mean, yards. Yeah. 44 yards. You know, and, and, and it, it's just something to show there. But, I mean, Josh Allen as well was playing lights out. And that was a, that was one of the best games I've ever watched. Uh, and it was, it was a lot of fun just going back and forth. Haymakers. I really think that um, – that the Chiefs are going to have the edge here, especially with Mahomes being in this game for the fourth time, like you said, going back to Super Bowls, I think back-to-back years. I really think that they're going to have it here as well as, um, you know, they almost had them the, the, the first time they played in week 17, I believe, against the Bengals. You know? That's what I was going to bring up. I mean, uh, that was in Cincy. That was in the jungle. But mm-hmm. the Bengals did come out victorious, and that was in week 17, so that wasn't too long ago. Um, now, the Bengals were coming from behind. I mean, it was 28-17 to 17 at halftime. The Chiefs were leading. Yeah. But that was a game where, where Burrow outshined Mahomes. I mean, Burrow – he had 400-plus yards passing, four TDs, mm-hmm. and three of those were to, to your guy, Jamari Chase. And yep. he had over 250 yards receiving. Yeah. So he not only 
Burrow not only outshined Mahomes, but Chase definitely outside shined uh, Hill, Kiel, Hill or Kelsey. I mean, both of them, but pretty much. Yeah, combined. both of them combined for yeah, significantly. 65 yards. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jamari Chase had them beat by 200 yards there. But, but think um, about this, though. You know, they, they, and, and, you know, the Bengals went forward on fourth down, got the penalty, were able to run the timeout, kick the game-winning field goal. But, like, the Bengals still only won by three, and Burrow played, you know, threw over 75% completion percentage, outshined Mahomes significantly. You know, Jamar Chase had a, had the best game I think he's, you know, ever had. Three touchdowns, 266 yards, 11 tat catches and they still only won by three at home so it just that shows you i mean how much better can they play i know you can have other guys like tyler boy t higgins step up as well and then tyreek you know but i mean are you gonna be able to keep tyreek hill for six catches 40 yards kelsey five catches 25 yards you know it's just like can you keep him down as well as playing better than how you played in a more you know in an environment that's used to being in the AFC championship game and against the team and the head coach that are just there that's that's the big game changer there big x factor but i'm really excited to watch it and i mean just props to the Bengals for being here because this is where we thought you know if a team's drafting the the quarterback first overall this is what you expect in like year two three or four you know what i mean once you start putting pieces around them so it's really significant it's it's really props to them but what i don't i just I, i don't know i can't see the chiefs losing i guess if that makes sense just because of how how uh how well they played the first time and barely pulled it out. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it, I think it, it is hard to to see the Chiefs losing this one as well. I mean, especially after what we saw last weekend against the Bills and the performance that they put out there. Um, I mean, they they looked flawless in their final two minutes and and in in overtime there. So I I would have to give this one to the Chiefs as well. And yeah, I I, I think that they. I think that this is going to be a different story than last weekend where we saw all the close games, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that were decided by either a field goal or a touchdown. And, and I think that this one, I think that the chiefs can cover that seven points spread. Yeah. Honestly. I, I, I think so. so as well. I, I see it. I feel pretty confident that the chiefs are going to win. And I feel confident as well that they're going to cover the seven point spread. Now, something else to note is Mahomes wasn't sacked at all. Um, the first matchup that they had this year, uh, Burrow was sacked four times uh, by the Chiefs uh, in Week 17, and then nine times like we thought. You know, the last week against the Titans, which is just the biggest issue. I think if they had an off, if the if the bang if the Bengals had an offensive line that could give them a little bit more time, or wasn't that much worse than the rest of the offensive lines left in the in the uh, playoffs, I think that it could be a, a closer game because I think Burrow can go shot for shot with Mahomes, um, similar to Josh Allen. But I just don't think that with the offensive line discrepancy and Mahomes' experience and, you know, Zach Taylor versus Andy Reid, I just think that it's too big of a hole to overcome. But uh, I, I'd love to see it. I, I would love to see the Bengals win and go. I would absolutely love that. And for you, living in Cincinnati, you know, that would be really exciting. Uh, but I just I just can't see it happening. And that's 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 how I feel about the game this weekend. I hope it's close. Yeah, I hope it's fun. I, but... I, I would love to see it, honestly. I mean, out of these four teams that are left, I, I would love to see Cincinnati win it. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't I don't think that it is uh, highly probable. I'll say yeah. that. Um, and, and I think you're right. Talking about the line there, uh, I'm not I, – I'm so happy that that organization listened to Joe Burrow and that Joe Burrow – Oh uh, campaign for his buddy Jamari Chase, uh, for them to to pair those two up along yeah. with two other phenomenal receivers and Higgins and Boyd. Yep. And, and mixing like in you the said, though, the, the 
line is is not there yeah. and that's okay yeah. because like you said this is their second year mm-hmm. with with Burrow behind center yep. and they have time to build that line and yep. they have they have the weapons and the quarterback in place so um i, I just yeah. think that it, it's the chiefs time and uh and we'll see the Bengals. Yeah, we'll, we'll likely see them back in this situation uh, in the near future. I mean, they have three more years with uh, Joe Burrow on a rookie contract, which is a relatively low cap hit, and that's what you know can really help you build a team is by not having to pay your quarterback too much because obviously they're typically the biggest cap hit on on most teams. So having three more years under that rookie deal, that's going to do a lot. Jared Goff got to the Super Bowl on a rookie deal. Uh, you have uh, Patrick Mahomes got to it got to and won a Super Bowl on his rookie deal. Russell that's Wilson, something that's Russell Wilson. It's significant, Ben. Yeah, I mean Brady. Yeah, like it, the the rookie deal is significant whenever you're a small piece of your of, of your team because the rest of your roster can really improve, and that's something the Bengals are going to have to focus on. I know they're going to because they're so close. You just fix that the off uh, offensive line and put some pieces on defense, and you can really you know keep competing. Ben's out of the division, you know. Baker had, you know, Baker had an, a shaky year. We'll see what the Browns do there. And then you also, and they may need to pay him. And then Lamar Jackson's going to have to get paid soon too. So, I mean, you know, once you pay these guys, you're going to have relatively worse weapons around them, just how the math is going to work in, with the salary cap league. So um, the Bengals' time is uh, very, very close and it's exciting. But, I, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'd see the Chiefs winning this and winning this by more than, more than seven. Yeah. And, I mean, final thoughts to wrap this up. Kicker McPherson. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got they've got him locked up too. I mean, he's a rookie yeah. too. He's young, and <laughs> I mean, he has showed up. He really has, and we see how important yes. that really is. And that, that wasn't an easy one. That was a, a fifty-two yard game winner. Yep. In your rookie season, I mean, in, in yeah. the confidence. And that, I, I remember you you showing me that clip. Yeah. About him going up to Joe Burrow saying, uh, I guess looks we're, like go- we're going to the AFC <laughs> championship AFC. game. Yeah. And that's just something else about the kicker. Special teams is another factor. We talked about offensive defense a lot. All th- all four of these teams have a great kicker. You know, you got Bucker, um, Gay with the Rams, Gold, and McPherson. So, I mean, they all have great kickers. So, that's something else you need to factor in to uh, and, playoffs. And that is a perfect segue into the NFC championship game because that is where we have these six seed 49ers who uh, they won the special teams game against the Green Bay Packers to make it here mm-hmm. playing the number four seed Los Angeles Rams yep. uh, who are favored by three and a half points. Mm-hmm. This is the six thirty game at SoFi. Um, this is going to be a rematch. This is going to be the grudge. Well, not the grudge match. Uh, it's going to be the third game of the season, this year, yeah. guys. but it's not the grudge match because mm-hmm. The Rams had lost five games in uh, in this 2021 season, and two of those were to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. They lost in Week 10. Uh, I mean, they got smacked 31 to 10 in San Francisco in Week yep. 18, just before the playoffs. Uh, now that was a good one. That was in SoFi, just like yep. this. This game will be, and, and it went to overtime, and it was a 27-24 win for the for the San Francisco 49ers. And, so, and think about that. If the Rams won this game, 49ers are knocked out of the playoffs, and the Saints are in. So think about it. They had a chance to get them out of there, and they wanted to. They played hard throughout the game. They didn't take it as a bye because they didn't want to face this team in the playoffs. But I'll let you continue. I just wanted to note that they had a chance to knock them out, and they let them back in the game. No, no, that is a that is a great point to bring up. And 
And I was really just going to pass it off to you, Adam. I was, yeah. I was segueing in because you talked about the special teams, and mm-hmm. that's something where, you know, just like you said, the 49ers, uh, they, they barely clawed their way into the playoffs. Yep. Well, they barely clawed their way into into this NFC Championship game because mm-hmm. they didn't even score an offensive touchdown against Green Bay Packers. They won that yeah. game 13-10, to 10, and they did it with a blocked punt. Yep. Um, for their only touchdown. And then they block a field goal as well. Yes. In the game. I mean, it's just special teams across the board there. You know, it's, it's something special. It was. Yeah. So, so. And, and they're going up against the Rams who, I mean, they looked dominant. Mm-hmm. 27 to three up on the Bucks, uh in the third quarter there. And they made a lot of airhead mistakes uh, to close that game out. But Prior to that, they look dominant. Yeah. So uh, you've got two different teams here where, you know, I would be feeling very strongly for the Rams, especially at home, but seeing that, you know, they just can't get it done against the, yeah. the 49ers. Uh, this is this one's going to be interesting. What yeah. do you think, Adam? Yeah. Um, my first thought on the game is, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in this position again, he's going to be – you know, he's going to be on, he's still under contract with the 49ers next year, but they have Trey Lance. They gave up three first round picks for him. So, what's going to go on with him next year? He's had a pretty solid postseason. Not, not, he hasn't blown a game, if that makes sense. You know, he's just been solid. He's not one. I to, wouldn't say solid. Yeah. I, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it just goes against, you know, what you would think a quarterback should do. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy to me how, you know, you have Stafford, Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen you know, Aaron Rodgers, they can all carry your team, you know, and, and to a victory. But, like, Jimmy Garoppolo really hasn't been asked to do so. You know, it's been the team around him, which just makes me think that first. And as well as, you know, his, his counterpart, Matthew Stafford, I don't know if there's a person in the playoffs that's left that has more pressure than Matthew Stafford. And I think that, um, you know, trading really? or, or trading Jared Goff, who went to the Super Bowl with the Rams, giving up two first-round picks and a third as well as trading, you know, Jared Goff, to the uh, Lions for Matthew Stafford. I mean, you, you don't make that kind of trade without um, without Super Bowl expectations. You know what I mean? Like everyone else, if, if Jimmy doesn't go, okay, you know, if Kyle Shanahan, I mean, you're the sixth seed. I don't know. I just, the Bengals aren't supposed to be here, I guess. And then the Chiefs have gone the last two years, four straight AFC championship games. I mean, I would point to Matthew Stafford and, and, and Sean McVay for making the trade, which I think is a great trade. I absolutely agree with. And you have a few years to get it done, but I think you need to see at least one Super Bowl while his with his time in the Rams, if that makes sense, I I just think you have to sure. out of anyone who has pressure. I mean, he he obviously led the uh, game winning drive against the Bucks last week, and he he won his first playoff game uh, two weeks before that a uh, week before that. So I really think a lot of Matthew Stafford. I think he's a great quarterback. I think a lot of uh, Sean McVay, but I still think the pressure's there because like you, the job's not done, right? That's what I'm thinking there. But I'm really looking forward to the game. The two X, well, there's, there's a lot of X factors here, and there's a lot of great players here, a lot of absolutely fantastic players. You know, you have Aaron Donald, multi-year in a row, uh, a defensive player of the year. You got Cooper Cup, the triple crown winner with 145 catches, almost 2,000 yards and 16 touchdowns. You got Debo Samuel, who's doing a receiver running back role, who's really dominating. Trent Williams, one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL uh, the 49ers just have one of the best rushing attacks overall with that zone system that Kyle Shanahan implements from his dad, uh, uh, <clears throat> Mike. And it's just really exciting. Sean McVay, the offensive innovator, but they've lost the last six games to, oh, uh, to um, uh, 
Shanahan and you know that, that has to get under skin a little bit just because they grew up together and uh, with the uh, Washington Redskins Washington football team pro uh organization so it's just really interesting to see a lot of you know familiarity with these guys being in the same division probably the toughest division in the NFL um but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it I I, do, I could see both teams winning this one if that makes sense I, I definitely could see the 49ers winning it's because they've won the last six against them you know I, I'm rooting for the Rams here I'm a huge Matthew Stafford fan I'm a big Sean McVay fan so I I, I my heart's telling me to choose the Rams but my head's telling me the 49ers can run and they can take time of possession and and whatnot. Um, Trent Williams is questionable for the game, so that's a big factor. But I, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna wait for a second to pick. I'm gonna have you choose that first and just give your get your insights on this game specifically and what you think is gonna happen. I think that there's supposed to be a good bit of 49er fans here as well, just like there was week um, 18. There's supposed to be a good bit of 49er fans uh, projected to be in uh, SoFi Stadium again, which is the home of the Super Bowl, which is exciting in two weeks. So one of these two teams is gonna not have to go too far uh, for uh, to, you know. <laughs> For their next game, but let's hear your thoughts first, and then I'll get my pick after uh, after hearing what you have to say. Maybe you can convince me one way or the other. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna convince you one way or another <laughs> because I I'm in the same boat where this is a tough one for me to pick. I I want to say the Rams, and I think that that is the team that I'm gonna go with, mm-hmm. uh, just based on how they've been playing and how they've looked in these playoffs. Um, if they can, if they can at least um, handle. The, uh, the turnover situation much better than they did against the Bucs, then uh, that's the only thing that I'd be worried about with them. But I think that was more of a fluke. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I just, the way the 49ers have pulled out uh, how they how they came through against Green Bay, uh, they just don't leave me feeling confident in them at this moment. Yeah. Um, I, I know that they have that the solid track record against the Rams in the past, but I just think that the Rams have too much going for them right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that the Rams are going to be able to pull out this victory. And, and I do, I think it makes the most sense. I, I just envision that in LA Rams versus uh, Kansas State Chiefs uh, Super Bowl, which I think would be a pretty electric Super Bowl and very exciting. Uh, you know, I, it, it kind of I, I do want to see Stafford do well, um, but you know it, it. I'm not a huge fan of the Rams right now, just because it's another uh, kind of annoying, you know, star-studded team in LA where you know they put all their eggs in into one basket on mm-hmm. five or six guys uh, who who are studs, but. Um, it just feels like it. It always comes easy to the LA teams yeah. to get these guys. So I think that uh, I think they've earned it, though. You know, they've given up the draft capital. They've given it up. You know, they've given up two first round picks for Jalen Ramsey. I mean, other teams could have done this. You know, they've restructured. They've gave up the third round picks so the Broncos would eat Von Miller's salary cap. You know, they gave up two first and a third. I mean, that's a lot. You know, but I mean, they're going all in, and I, 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 I would prefer my team to push all their ships in and go for it. You know, I don't want the future to be bust, but like I think that they can make it work still in the NFL. You know, I, I, I really like the thought of, hey, this is our window. We're in the best division. Let's go for it. I don't I like I've told you before, good and aggressive beats great and passive, you know, and that's just kind of thing that I love seeing teams going for, it, you know, being aggressive. You know, um, um, I think that you can recover a lot faster in the NFL than you can in terms of basketball, giving up a lot of assets and stuff like that. 
uh, because uh, there's not as much talent there. But I think that once you have these guys under contract, you can work the salary cap and make them and, and keep them around. And it's working so far. But um, yeah, and and I, I think that the best Super Bowl matchup would be the Chiefs versus the Rams because we saw the Chiefs 49ers, and that was a really good game. That was uh, uh, Mahomes' um, Super Bowl there. And Jimmy Garoppolo hits Emmanuel Sanders. Game's over, you know, uh, uh, when they met uh, two years ago. Uh, but I, I just think that um, I think that the Rams, Chiefs, you know, Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, Titans, you know, you have, uh, or you have the two, two of the Titans of the uh, of quarterback position, as well as, you know, Sean McVay, Andy Reid. It just a, it would be a great storyline. Two gunslingers, two offensive-minded coaches, um, just really exciting overall. And I wanted to note something else. You know, we have a, we have like nine offense or nine coaching positions open. Um, all four coaches left are offensive minded. So I think that the game's really shifted, you know, and the rules have shifted to benefit offensive players. Obviously you can't hit players downfield. You can't, you know, uh, targeting or defenseless receivers. You see that a lot now uh, penalties like that. I think that game shifting so much more towards uh, the rules are shifting more towards the offense that offensive coaches are getting weight. You know, it's a little bit easier. You almost need an offensive minded head coach um, is, is what I'm feeling, you know, now, I mean, obviously you have Bill Belichick and stuff, but you have Brady that like outside of that, you know, back in the day, you know, over the last few years. But I mean, you're not seeing too many defensive minded coaches in this position as as you would have in, in the past. So that's something else I just wanted to note. Um, not too relevant right now in terms of, you know, we're not talking head coaching hires. But I do think that it is important to have when you're looking at uh, offensive hires or head coach hires, you look at the offensive side of the ball. So you're. Coach has at least that background there, if that makes sense. But I, I'm going to go with the Rams here. But if I was going to bet, I would bet Rams plus, I mean, uh, 49ers plus three and a half. I think it's going to be within three points, or I think it's going to be pretty confident. I feel that um, if they if these teams played 10 times, I think it would be majority would be very, very close, split 50 50. But I think that the Rams are going to be able to pull this one out. They were able to keep composure. Matthew Stafford was able to lead them to a game winning drive, hitting Cooper Cup on a bomb against the Bucks last week, and I think that they're going to be able to do it here as well. Um, I, I really think that it's going to be a great game. This is the game I'm really looking forward to this weekend. I'm also looking forward to the Chiefs and Bengals, but I think this game is going to be a shootout, offensive-minded, you know, battle, which I'm really excited about. Can, can McVay get over the hump? There's a lot of storylines here, you know. You have Aaron Donald, Trent Williams, Jalen Ramsey, and there's a lot of X factors here that can really make some big uh, some big plays. Debo Samuel, um, but I, I think that I would put my money with – uh, you know, if I was going to pick a winner here, Matthew Stafford over over Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Garoppolo's been all right. He he was able to lead them to a game winning drive, I think, against the um forty nine or not the Cowboys. Uh, not so much happened with the uh with the Packers, but I I think that Stafford's been playing really well, and he's a gunslinger. I think that McVay really wants this one, and I think they're going to get it. Yeah, I I think. They're they're both hungry head coaches in, in the NFC Championship game. Both yeah. of them have had a taste of the Super Bowl, and both of them have come up short. So yeah, uh, it's it's going to be a good one. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. But all right, I I don't have anything left, Adam. I don't know if you do, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for these games. And yeah, no, I have nothing left either. It's it's really uh, really looking forward to these two games. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of, you know, entertaining football. I've been waiting all week for this, and it's funny waiting this, you know, waiting seven days for a game where our teams aren't in it. You know, it's just it's going to be really a lot of fun, and that's just that's just props to the NFL. You know, it just keeps you engaged so much. Urgency really uh, sells, I guess. But looking forward to it, and uh, thank you all for tuning in, and 
Thank you.